Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday, on a hump day. And this is what we have on tap for tonight. One, Taco Bell is bringing back the Mexican pizza. That might lead the show. No, I'm kidding. But we are going to talk about that tonight. We had a big primary night across the country. We will address it. Somebody has a theory why Andrew Cuomo is not going to go down for murdering over 15,000 of his own citizens. I'll never get over that. We're going to talk about it. Why we continue to lose because of loser Republicans. We'll discuss that. CNN sucks. Dr. Burks, Donald Trump's inner circle, email roundup tonight. All that is coming up and much more on the Jesse Kelly Show. But I need to warn you, I'm, I'm going to start somewhere Totally different. Um, 
I'm doing this because I read it right before the show. I, 30 seconds ago, I read it. You know, you can email me anything, right? Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Whatever. Email me, whatever. Remember, even your death threats stay anonymous unless you tell me to use your name. But over the past couple years, as I've developed, a, I guess... I guess a reputation for a lot of things, but as I've developed a reputation for being someone who's outraged about lockdowns and idiotic COVID measures and how, how normal people has su- have suffered, people will email me in their personal stories. And I don't want you to stop. I'm not complaining. I, I know it's an outlet for you, especially because I read them. Chris, make sure I get all these. Um, I got this one and it just tore me up. It just tore me up because... Lost in all the endless news. I mean, how much news is there out there right now? It's endless, right? There's primaries and recessions and Taiwan and Pelosi and Joe Biden and crime and, the, 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 and all these things matter, right? But you know what's lost? What's lost is the normal person, not a politician, not someone with a big platform to speak, not, you know, not someone who's on television every single night. The normal person who was horrifically abused in terrible ways by their government in the, over the last couple of years because of COVID, that person has had their life ripped apart and just turned upside down. And now everyone has moved on. Everyone's moved on. No one talks about them. No one tells their stories at all. It's just as if it never happened. And it's like... It's like they're not still suffering. These people are still suffering. So I'm going to read you something, and it it tore me up. I'm not going to lie, it did. You know we like to laugh. We're going to do a bunch more of that tonight on the show. But I, I want you to hear it again because this is this is yet another story. These These stories deserve to be heard. These people deserve to be heard. If you have a story about how COVID lockdowns and idiocy hurt you, email me. I'll read them all. I can't say I'll read them all on the air. I read those stories. My guys, make sure I get them. This one says, Jesse, last summer, my wife was diagnosed with non-smokers lung cancer. We met at our pulmonologist for the first time. We took off our masks while we waited for him to enter the examination room. My wife could barely breathe at all, let alone through the mask. The doctor entered wearing a mask and saw us putting ours back on. He asked if we wanted to wear them. We said no. We took his off and told us to take ours off because it was worthless. As time went on, we had more appointments and procedures than I can count. If her previous COVID test was more than three days old, she had to get another test to attend the next appointment. She was on oxygen and a feeding tube. As time went on, she did not have the ability even to walk to the car So we had to wheel her out to the car and into the COVID testing site. We wore our mask and got our COVID tests as required to get her the care she needed. Can you imagine sitting in a wheelchair, wearing a mask, barely able to breathe, waiting for a COVID test? We lost our battle on October 14th. She was only 62. I hope it is not too late for good people to stand up to this government control in every aspect of our lives. Thanks for listening, Jesse. He says I can use his name. His name is Pat. Pat, God bless you, my brother. You hang in there. Email anytime. It'll get read on this show. 
what we have done to average people, to regular people, to the normal citizen in this country, what we have done is an absolute crime against humanity. It is a crime against humanity. It's why I get so angry. It's why I talk, and I'm not trying to be over the top. It's why I talk about public trials, about prison time. It's why I talk about the drastic things we need to do to return this country to alignment. And part of the reason is stories like that. In fact, it's the whole reason. Because all the people who did this to us, the truth is they're all rich now. They're all rich. They're all famous. None of them had to go through that with their wives. The people who did this didn't suffer at all. I have this email here. Buenas tardes, El El Guapo, the guy says. I have a theory as to why no one in the government cares about the nursing home deaths. You know, I'm always going off about the 15,000. 15,000 people killed by Andrew Cuomo. 15,000. I mean, forget just New Yorkers. Those are Americans. Andrew Cuomo killed 15,000 American citizens. Anyway, the guy goes on. He said, I recently completed estate planning for my, fam- for my parents. I found out it costs Medicare approximately $15,000 per month to keep a person in a nursing home. Back at the napkin math... Cuomo single-handedly saved the government $2.7 billion per year, and that doesn't count all the nursing home deaths outside of New York. Love the show. Keep saving people's lives. Changing people's lives. (laughs) He says, I'm from Long Island, and you can say my name. His name is Manny. I don't know if that was it. I don't know if it was saving government money, but again, this is another one. 15,000. 15,000. Americans, I don't even want to call them New Yorkers, 15,000 Americans killed. How many sons did they have who never get to pick up the phone? Right now, right now, I could do it on the show. Right now, I could pick up this phone and I could call my dad if I needed advice. And I still do all the time, right? Life advice, business advice. I know who I'm calling. Dad, what do I do? Right now, if I wanted, I could call my mom. How many sons out there don't have that anymore because of the government? How many daughters? How many daughters can't call, Daddy, I need help anymore because Daddy's dead and the government killed him? Pat had to say goodbye to his wife at 62, had to live their last years in misery. And what makes me just angry beyond belief is the people who did it They will never pay. And that's the honest truth. I can sit here all day long and you can sit here all day long and you can call for a reckoning and we need need to change this and we have to do something about it and we need arrests and we need this and you're daggone right we do. But the truth is, these people belong behind bars. They belong behind bars for crimes committed against the citizens they swore an oath to protect. These people swore an oath to protect you, and instead they abused you, and they ruined you, and in many cases they murdered you, and they're all going to get rich, and they're going to stay famous off of all this, all this crap, and you're never going to get justice. And it, it freaking steams me to no end. I almost cussed on the air, and you know I never do that. It just, gosh, I cannot stand these people. 
I cannot stand that the people who did this to us in the media and the medical establishment, the elected politicians, not just Cuomo either, all of them, I can't stand that they're all going to sail off into the sunset and they're just going to leave suffering and misery and death in their wake. It drives me up the wall. I can't take it. So I'm sorry for a very dark opening to the show. You know, that's normally not the way we go. And we're going to talk, look, we're going to talk about these primaries last night. And look, we're going to joke about Taco Bell. I even have a funny tonight about going into labor. And there's great audio. That's We're going to go into all that tonight. I just, I thought you should know. All right. Now, we still have a ton of hurting people and more hurting people now than ever in this society. We have widows. We have orphans. And they need help. The reason I love Tunnel to Towers is not... Not just because of the name, right? Everyone remembers 9-11. I know you remember 9-11. I love that Tunnel to Towers cares for widows and orphans. At a time when they have lost, you know, it feels like everything. Tunnel to Towers is coming alongside them and helping people heal. Paying off mortgages for these families so at least they don't have that burden. They ask you and they ask me for 11 bucks a month. Don't you think that's something we can do? 11 bucks a month. Now, maybe you're in a place where you can't. If that's the case, obviously don't. Don't only do what you can do. But man, would you miss $11 a month if you signed up to give 11 bucks a month? Even Chris wouldn't miss $11 a month, probably. Go to T, the number two, T.org and sign up today. All right? T2T.org, 11 bucks a month. Let us care for widows and orphans. No? We'll be back. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. In the sky, you can see the stars and still not see the light. That's wrong. And I'm already gone. And I'm feeling strong. It is. The Jesse Kelly Show on a hump day. I'm over it. I'm okay now. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I just, look, I am, Chris. I'm over it. I had to get it off my chest. I, I, I This is what I can't stand. And I know this, I, I, I don't know what it is. I can't stand normal people being tossed aside and crushed and forgotten. And there are so many of these stories out there. And again, I want to encourage you. I'm going to start reading these stories again on the air. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reading these stories. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know you can email me anything. If you suffered under these lockdowns and social distancing and vaccine requirements, and if you suffered under this idiocy, you email in and I will read it. I can't guarantee I'll read it on the air, but I will read it. God, it steams me to no end. All right. Now, let's, <laughs> let's move on. You know what? Let's move on from that and talk about something else. Let's talk about something wonderful. Let's talk about Taco Bell. Buenas tardes. Taco Bell's bringing back the Mexican pizza, and I don't have any kind of a celebration button here on my uh, cel- on my sound machine thing. This is the best I can come up with. <laughs> you know what? I think that works really well. Chris, if I had to do it over again, I'd do it that way. Taco Bell's bringing back a Mexican pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I think about it. All right, I know that, look, I, I, have, I have to address the elephant in the room and no, we're not hosting the ladies from The View. There's something else here. Carrie Lake, Blake Masters, Eric Schmidt, 
All, all these primary contests happened across the country last night, and you probably don't know about them or know the intricate details about them, and I don't know about them either. That's not true. I actually do know about them. But I wanted to sympathize with you if you don't know or maybe you don't care. What should you take from what happened last night? Let's just do a big general overall thing because I'm not breaking down all these races because you don't give a crap, and that's fine. Overall, Trump, Trump-backed candidates had a gigantic night. Now, maybe you love that. Maybe you hate that. It doesn't, doesn't really matter what you think about it. Here's what you need to understand. A couple of things. One. Trump is still the most popular Republican in the United States of America, probably by a significant margin. I get your emails. I know many of you love Trump. I know many of you were very mad at him. Many of you loved him. Many of you hate him. I, I don't care. None of this matters. None of, none of that matters what you think. What matters is he's still the most popular Republican in America. And in a Republican primary, his endorsement still means a lot. Now, let me explain why that happens, because there's a couple different reasons, because this is important. One, there's the cult of personality thing, and I doubt very much that applies to you, but you know these people who find a politician and they worship them. I've always found that to be very sad on the left and the right. Oh, whatever this guy says is the gospel. I think that's really pathetic because we're all just men, right? We're all just men and women. There's, there's no You don't ever wave anyone's pom-poms. You just, you don't man worship. So there's some of that, but that's not a lot. What a lot of it is, is this Trump spoke for working people that I just brought up that I just talked about working people. Trump spoke, not only spoke for working people when he got elected, put in all these policies to make the lives of working people better. I mean, remember, remember we had the lowest black unemployment ever under Trump. I mean, for working people in this country, he was just dynamite. Because Trump delivered in that way and spoke for working people, he now becomes an easy one-stop shop for figuring out which way you need to vote. That is a very common occurrence in politics, and this is what I mean by that. You're Bob. You're busy. Bob is busy. You drive a forklift. You drive a truck for a living. You're a school teacher. You're a lawyer. Bob's busy. Bob has a wife, two and a half kids, mortgage, busy. Uh, yeah, of course you're listening to the radio. Of course, the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. You're listening to the radio, and, and, and you get as update, up-to-date on everything as possible. But you don't, I mean, how do you know who to vote in some of these primaries? How do you know who to vote for? Sometimes they're not even running TV commercials. What do we do? Trump becomes an easy barometer for that. Well, who's Trump's guy? Oh, okay. Well, whoever Trump says, that's the way we'll go. Now, that can go poorly, too. Most of the Trump candidates, most of the candidates Trump backed, they're outstanding candidates. Some of them are embarrassingly bad. Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania is an absolute disgrace in an unmitigated disaster, and he was pushing trans stuff on kids before Democrats even did. Here's what's so wild. Get this. This is... Jo, uh, uh, Dr. Oz's Democrat opponent, his name's John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. This is his answer on television during a debate. Do you believe transgender women should be allowed to play on women's sports teams at the youth, youth through college level? Yes. Okay, that's insane. Should be easy to run against, right? Except Dr. Oz has done TV shows on it. Trump backed him. He won the primary in Pennsylvania. Now we're stuck there. So there, there, look, it can go badly, but overall, 
Trump picks good candidates. Trump's people pick good candidates. They become an easy one-stop shop. That's why that stuff happened. Anyway, Trump-backed candidates had a great night. Had a great night. That means Trump is still the most popular Republican in America. Now, maybe that drives you crazy. It doesn't matter if it drives you crazy. We're, we're big boys here. Remember, it's not your mommy's show. It's your daddy's show. It's my show. Donald Trump swings a big stick still in this country, a gigantic stick when it comes to Republican politics. And that brings us to the New York investigation. I have been warning you about this for some time. Yeah, Chris called him a power broker. Yeah, look, it's a great way to put it. He is a power broker. Which brings me to something I've been warning you about for some time. Democrats paid attention to last night's politics too. They paid attention to who was winning primaries too. Democrats are scared to death of Donald Trump being elected to, again. They view Donald Trump as being this system disruptor. I have been warning over and over and over again, and I'm going to warn you again. Keep your eyes on New York Attorney General Letitia James and her investigation into Donald Trump. It is an ongoing investigation. It has not been dropped. She's not backing away. And they are doing this for a reason. Is there anything there? Probably not. That's not what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is this. You saw what they did to Donald Trump while he was president. Russian collusion investigation, impeached for total crap two times. What do you think they will do to make sure he never walks into that White House again? The answer is anything. Anything. People across the country are ignoring this. Donald Trump is under investigation by New York's Attorney General Letitia James. And I am telling you, Chris, I know you've already written it down. Write it down again. I am telling you they are going all in on this investigation. And Donald Trump may very well face a criminal indictment by New York's Letitia James specifically to stop him from running. I believe that's the deal they cut with Letitia James. I have no inside info on this. I believe that's the deal they cut with Letitia James so she can have Chuck Schumer's Senate spot when he's done pooping in his diapers. That's what I believe. All right. Gambling and going into labor. It's way too hard for men. Hang on. And if there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Oh, I forgot to mention, got a little bit of good news for you longtime listeners of the show. Well, actually for everybody, but the longtime listeners of the show will remember I used to do a history segment every single show, and then I've... I've tried to work it back in. You know I love history, so I mix in a lot of history. But understand, I used to do like an hour every show. I don't have time to do that anymore. I can't do that. But I am currently in the research portion of working on another one. And I'm going to do it on the live show. So you're not gonna, I'm not even going to do it on a separate podcast or anything like that. I'm going to do it on a live show. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. It might have to wait till next week because this is a subject I actually know nothing about. And I know what you're saying. Jesse, what is this subject? Oh, I'm not telling you yet. I'm not telling you. You're going to have to wait on that. But it's it's a good one. It's a spicy one. Don't worry. Millions of people will die. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. What, Chris? I'm sorry. Look, some of the gory stuff is good. No, yeah, who am I? Andrew Cuomo? No, I'm not killing them. All right. Someone else, is ki- someone else killed them. But I'm, I'm working on it. It's, it's probably a story you don't know. All right. So anyway. Hi, Jesse. My sister and I are going are interested in going to Israel with Chris and you. Our only concern is we will be disappointed meeting our favorite guy in real life and Jesse as well. Ha <laughs> ha, that you know what that's not very nice. That's not very nice. 
Seriously, like you talked about Bill Russell, we want to be able to joke and interact with you, and we want an honest reply. Will you grace us with your presence for tours and look over your shoulder and say, Buenos tardes, and ignore us the rest of the trip? <laughs> we want you around in case a chicken pops out out of nowhere and his neck flares up and we need you to hit him on the head. Listen, thank you. Look, the whole purpose of the Israel trip is so we can hang, man. We're going there to hang. Yeah, and remember, uh, this is not till next summer, right? This is not till next summer, but next summer we are me, Chris, Michael, wife, kids. I mean, shoot, my family's going. My extended family's going. We're all going to Israel for 10 days, and the Jesse Kelly Show family's coming along, whoever wants to come along. Chris, I don't want to talk about the food, all right? Chris keeps bringing up the food because he knows Jewish food sucks, and he knows I'm I'm dreading it's It's not amazing, okay? It's not amazing. Pita bread. Pita bread's all you've got. I'm going to live on pita bread for 10 days. You know what? I'm not going into it right now, Chris. I'm not going into it. You people don't even have cheese. That You don't even eat cheese. You don't have cheese. It's the gross kinds of cheese. You don't have shreddy cheddy or anything like that over there. Do you have a... you? Uh, you uh, can I get queso in Israel, Chris? That's a freaking lie. Don't tell lies now. Anyway. Anyway, look. You can come to Israel with us if you want. You have to go to christianexpedition.com slash jesse. Did you see this headline? I got to tell you, you got to hand it to the New York Post. The New York Post, one, they actually do do some great work. They do a lot of really terrible work, too, but they do some great work. In case you're wondering what the terrible work was, they still play the the trying to cover for races thing all the time. They do this white savior thing, and it drives me crazy. Uh, it was a couple days ago, two, three days ago. I meant to print it off and talk about it on the show, but I'm irresponsible. There was a Jewish guy, an Orthodox Jewish guy. I think it was in the Bronx. Uh, he got beat up in front of his kid by a black dude. A black 19-year-old guy. Okay, okay. The, the, we know there's tensions between the Jewish, especially the Orthodox Jewish community and the black community in New York. There are tensions there. Everyone knows it. All right, this, is, this has been ongoing for a while. A lot of tension, a lot of violence. Everyone knows it. No one wants to talk about it, right? Everyone just talks about stop Jewish hate or stop anti-Semitism. No one wants to address the problem. We've, we've complained before. But again, the New York Post puts an article. Again, a 19-year-old black man assaults uh, Orthodox Jew in front of his kid without provocation, right? There's no reason. So we know it's just simply a race-based attack, right? That's all it is. The New York Post headline was teen attacks Orthodox man. Teen? Made him sound like he was 13 years old. One, he's 19. And why aren't we allowed to talk about his race? What's going on there? Again, so again, New York Post does some great stuff, does some really terrible stuff. But I've got to tell you, <clears throat> you got to admire the guts on them sometimes. This is, and I want to give credit to her. Her name is Jane Berry. She wrote an article that says, no one talks about how hard labor is for the partner. <laughs> you know what, Jane? I respect you. And now I am going to extend a voice to the Jesse Kelly show men out there who have had to suffer through labor. Cause let me tell you what, it's no joke for men. Ladies. I know you think it's all on you. Do you know, do you have any idea how long I had to stand there while the wife was in labor with the kids? You think that's easy standing? <laughs> 
for long periods of time. And so I put this out publicly. I put it out publicly to see the responses. And of course, because you're savages, like I'm a savage, Man, you're freaking hilarious. My buddy Matt Walsh, of course, the great Matt Walsh said, the maternity wards at the hospitals provide basically no accommodations for fathers. I was forced to nap on a chair, which was made even worse, which was made even more difficult by all the noises and commotion during the delivery. Extremely inconsiderate. (laughs) Uh, This guy says, my wife wouldn't stop complaining while she was writing an English literature paper for me. Instead of finishing quickly, she kept reminding me she was in labor. It really made me question her commitment to me. Clay Travis, of course, yes, that Clay Travis of the great, of the great Clay and Buck show said this. Her water broke at 4 a.m. with our first son after I'd been out drinking late the night before. Really inconvenient timing by her. Not the kind of guy to brag or draw attention to myself, but really heroic performance by me that day. <laughs> Bowtied Ranger said, I was forced to eat hospital cafeteria food. They were out of chicken tendies, and I was pretty upset about that. Are chicken tenders underrated? Let me ask you something. I want to ask you a point blank question. Chris, Michael, when's the last time you ate chicken tenders? A couple weeks ago? Michael? A couple weeks ago? I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this. Honestly, I'm ashamed. I think it's been a couple months for me. I think it's been two. I don't know why. You said why? I don't know. I haven't been in a situation where the tendies were right there to order. And chicken tenders are so good if they're done right. Chris, Chris, I bet you people do a great chicken tender because fried chicken is one of the great things you do well. Do you guys do a good chicken tender? Do you think we'll be able to do chicken tenders in Israel? Do they have fried chicken in Israel or is it just pita bread and olives? Okay, they have fried foods and chickens. That's fine. I'll eat chicken tenders. What about ranch dressing? Is ranch dressing kosher? Am I going to be able to find that over there? It's not disgusting, Chris, and it is an important question. Do you think maybe we can reach out to somebody and find out whether or not we can get ranch? You know what? That's fine. Just confirm before we leave for Israel, if we don't have ranch over there, I'll bring my own. You think I'm above that? The wife has been mortified at the amount of food I have packed in suitcases over the years. I'm not taking condiment chances over there by you people who don't take the appropriate amount of priority when it comes to sauces. I'm the sauce king, baby. I mean, me and the sauce queen. (laughs) Stop, Chris. Grow up. We'll read some more of those responses to how tough labor is for men. But I have something for you. I believe New York, I believe they're previewing the next frontier when it comes to politics, the next thing they're going to do. And I'll explain what that is in just a moment. But first, I'm going to explain that you need to practice with your weapon. Practice, practice, practice. And I need to explain. I'm not talking down to you. Actually, I'm 6'8". I am talking down to you. But I'm not talking down to you as in you need to practice and I don't. It doesn't matter how much time you have spent practicing with your weapon. They are perishable skills. And believe me, I've taken time off from the range mainly because I got too busy or or didn't have, you know, didn't want to buy ammo, all the excuses, all the ones you used to. I've used them too. And when I get back to the range after I've taken some time off, 
the drop-off is noticeable. We all need to practice. Once a week. Look, once a week. Can we do that? And when you get a Mantis X system, you practice in your home. Dry fire practice. You don't have to fire a shot. You don't spend a nickel on a gallon of gas. MantisX.com. The Green Berets use it. The Marines use it. MantisX.com. Go. Get one today. Jesse Kelly returns next. She's got a body under that shirt. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Remember, you can email the show if you want, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I know I've gotten a little behind on the email stack here, but I've been doing better and better recently. I want to point that out. Yes, I have been doing better, Chris. We're going to do some email roundup stuff here. Before I get to this, what New York is doing and Chicago, actually, that's a preview for the country I've been playing you a lot of Bill Gates recently, that audio of Bill Gates talking about how the earth, the carbon emissions from people need to get to zero. And well, go ahead and play it, Chris. It's an average about five tons for everyone on the planet. And somehow we have to make changes that will bring that down to zero. It's been constantly going up. It's only various economic changes that have even flattened it at all. So we have to go from rapidly rising to falling and falling all the way to zero. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. Yeah, that's a mass murderer. That's a genocidal maniac who just laid out on camera his intention to kill over a billion people. Now, maybe you're sitting there thinking to yourself, maybe he's new to all this. I'm going to play you. It's a little long, but this is Bill Gates. This is from 2015. And I just want you to remember, coronavirus hit our shores in 2020. But this is Bill Gates. Listen and listen very closely and understand exactly the kind of people you're dealing with. This is a little long, so just buckle up. Don't worry, you'll hear the sultry sounds of my voice again shortly. What, Chris? Here's Bill Gates. Why don't you describe for me as vividly as you can what it is you're worried about? Fortunately, there's very few things, and most of them are very low probability. Uh, I rate the chance of a widespread epidemic far worse than Ebola in my lifetime is well over 50%. If we look at the 20th century and we look at the death chart, I think everybody would say, oh yeah, there must be a spike for World War I, 25 million, and there must be a big spike for World War II, and there it is, it's like 65 million. 
But then you'll see this other spike that is as large as World War II, right after World War I. And most people, a lot of people would say, well, what? <laughs> what was that? There's two kinds of flus. There's flus that spread between humans very effectively. And there's flus that kill lots of people. And those two properties have only been combined uh, into a widespread flu once in history. Well, that is Spanish flu. We have no idea where it came from. And it's very natural to say, hey, look at something like the Spanish flu in the modern day. Health systems are far better. And so you think, hey, that wouldn't be very bad. Well, we tried it, and, and there are some assumptions we had to make. But what we showed is that the force of infection because of modern transport, which compared to 1918 is over 50 times as great. And so if you get something like a flu, and you look at that map of how within days, it's basically in all urban centers of the entire globe, that is very uh, uh, eye-opening. That didn't happen with Spanish flu in the past. The opportunity to do more than just let it run its course is really only in the last decade. And the Ebola epidemic showed me that we're not ready for a serious epidemic, an epidemic that would be more infectious and would spread faster than Ebola did. This is the greatest risk of a huge tragedy. This is the most likely thing by far to kill over 10 million excess people in a They've been planning this stuff for a very, very, very long time. All right, all right, enough of that, enough of that. We're going to get to, well, we're going to get to someone experimenting with something. No tips, no more tips for waiters and waitresses. We're going to get to that in a minute, but I told you I think New York is previewing something that's coming, and I've believed this. New York could net over $400 million if politicians legalized Internet casino gambling. I have believed this for a long time, for about a year, year and a half now, and I stand firm on this. I think because of the coming very, very, very deep recession, if not Great Depression, we are going into, we are in the very beginning stages. We haven't seen anything yet. I believe that wholeheartedly. I think you're going to see two gigantic shifts across the United States of America. I think you're going to see legalized gambling become the norm. I think you're going to see it become very, very, very much the norm. And I think you're going to see legalized weed, the devil's lettuce, as becoming very much the norm. Why? Governments need money. Governments need money. And what you're finding right now, I just saw a, a headline, I think it was yesterday, Kathy Hochul, New York, going to be broke with this budget. States can't print money. The horrible lockdown blue states, they shut everything down to wreck Donald Trump's economy. So his economy that was going to get him reelected would be destroyed and then he'd be able to get re and then Trump would lose and Biden would win. And then Biden promptly got in and wrote a big check to all the states. That's all good to go. But that was a one-time thing. States are running out of money. By the way, speaking of this Great Recession, Great Depression, have you gotten your chalk yet? Natural herbal supplements from chalk. Natural herbal supplements. Not medicine. Not chemical medical filth. Natural herbal supplements. Fellas, 
How about a 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days naturally without injecting some crap in your arm? Ladies, you want to feel better too? Sleep better? More focus? Guys, go get a male vitality stack. Ladies, get a female vitality stack. Go to choq.com, promo code JESSE, and you get 35% off the entire store. CHOQ.com promo code Jesse. Chalk.com promo code Jesse. Go now. Get healthier. Back to what I was talking about. The states are going to start legalizing gambling and legalizing weed because the government is getting desperate for money. And when the government gets desperate for money, what do they do? Do they ever tighten their belt? Do they ever cut back on spending? No. They look out at you and they figure, how can I blood suck more money out of this poor sap who's just trying to make a living? So what are they going to do? They're going to tax gambling. They're going to legalize gambling and tax it through the roof. And they're going to legalize weed and tax it through the roof. And pay attention to things like the weed thing. You know why? Because we're already seeing in some places where they've legalized weed, illegal weed is popping back up again. Why? Government has taxed it so much that legal weed is so expensive, they've now created an uh, artificial economy for illegal weed all over again. I do believe this is something that is going to go from New York and it's going to spread across the United States of America. You wait and see. All right. Why do Republicans lose all the time? Hang on, we'll talk about it. Keep on a rockin' me, baby. I went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.